0: Hello, Nephew community, and welcome to today's podcast highlighting the importance of telenutrition as part of Nephew Nutrition Workstream. My name is Dr. Laura Frank, and I'm a Nephrology Medical Science Liaison with Otsuka Pharmaceutical Development and Commercialization, Inc. I am joined today by our guest speaker, Melanie Betts, Certified Renal Dietitian. Melanie works at the University of Chicago, in the section of nephrology. She provides outpatient nutrition education and counseling to patients with chronic kidney disease, those with kidney stones, polycystic kidney disease, and other kidney-related disorders. Ms. Betts is certified in renal and geriatric nutrition. So, Melanie recently published a letter to the editor in the Journal of Renal Nutrition in March, 2021. Actually, it was available online on March 13th of 2021. And the title of this was MNT, which stands for Medical Nutrition Therapy in a Virtual World, a Renal Dietitian's Perspective, highlighting the importance of telehealth and more specifically, telenutrition. And so I invite her to uh, comment today about her letter to the editor. Melanie, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, well, we love having you on, Nephew. This is, uh, (laughs) you know, what, your second or third podcast now.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: and so I saw, as you were posting on Twitter, and I saw that you uh, published this, and I thought, what a great opportunity for us to dialogue. Uh, Due to this COVID environment, health providers are relying on telehealth, right? And uh, what more perfect conversation today is for you as that registered dietitian to highlight how telenutrition has changed your dialogue with patients. And so uh, you stated that telenutrition has been a learning experience for both you and your patients. Could you describe some of your learning experiences, including some of the pros and cons that you described? Yeah, it's
1: so it's been overwhelmingly positive i will say <laughs> um i think um so i was sort of inspired to write that letter because i felt like it's totally changed how i interact with patients for the better so i you know when i looked at just simply the numbers i'm actually seeing twice the number of patients about that i was before covid and when telehealth wasn't an option which like that's that's amazing you know trying you know trying to just, I think having telehealth really helps us be able to reach more patients just because it's so much easier to meet with a dietitian. You know, you can jump on a Zoom call like this, you can just jump on the phone. And I think it just really helps, um, helps dietitians reach more more patients. And so that's that's the biggest benefit, I think, is it just makes it a whole lot easier to see patients and follow up with patients. I've had more follow-ups than I ever had before. Again, just because patients don't have to pay to get to the hospital, pay to take the bus. It's not a half day ordeal. It's just simply jumping on a Zoom call like you would with a friend <laughs> and um, having a chat with your your dietitian. So um I think just the the ability of telehealth to increase access for patients to see not only dietitians but also other other practitioners and you know other people I think sometimes um dietitians are seen sort of as on um, you know not you don't need to see your dietitian you need to go see your nephrologist but like a dietitian is like extra right so maybe you're less likely to schedule that appointment and so this kind of telehealth I think kind of helps those maybe extra services be a bit more prominent in patients care if that makes sense
0: mm-hmm. it does uh you also spoke about, understanding real world experiences though, from your patient, could you speak about that? Yeah, this
1: is something I didn't even think about when I started telehealth, um, but it's been really cool. So um, it's really fun to be able to look at actual products that patients are eating together. You know, so since they're at home, I can, you know, we're talking about food labels just this week. I was talking to a patient about sodium and food, and I was like, just go grab something from your pantry. Like, just go grab that. So he grabbed a can of corn, and he was surprised to see that the corn he was eating had 350, I think, milligrams of sodium in it per serving, right? So it's just really – it helps um, patients kind of – apply the information to their real life as opposed to just kind of going over generic handouts that you normally would in clinic. It's just really cool to be able to look at foods that they actually have together. Um, you can also, you know, if if they are on camera, kind of have them show you what's in their pantry or what's in their fridge, which is pretty cool too, <laughs> to kind of literally kind of peek into what their their food supply looks like. Um, Similar... Similarly, um, I think when you see a patient at home, you can kind of get a feel for what their home life is like, for better, for worse, and that's of course such an important part of working with patients and helping them make dietary changes. If you sort of have, just sort of have an understanding of what their home life is like, that kind of helps you just understand where they're coming from and what maybe potential barriers to making those lifestyle changes could be.
0: Great. Mm-hmm. So you talked about. Uh very key pros in the world of virtual telenutrition. Uh, could you now share with us some of your learning experiences uh, that have been a little bit more challenging? Yeah.
1: Um, so it's funny that we ask about challenges because the biggest one is technology. And since we re- tried to record this podcast <laughs> yesterday, yeah. my technology yeah. failed. That's a perfect example. <laughs> yes. um, I think uh, just just dealing with technology is definitely the biggest barrier, um, especially since many of the patients that I work with are older, um, trying to make sure that we are being equitable in how we're reaching patients if we do continue this telehealth and tell a nutrition thing long-term people who don't know how to use zoom and and the phone is great, but, but um, sometimes hearing on the phone can be very difficult. And so that's, that's a big challenge. Some mornings I feel like I'm just screaming into the phone for four hours. (laughs) straight. Um, So I think just generally making sure that patients understand how, understand that like, just understand how to use the technology and also making sure that patients understand that this is a real appointment. Sometimes it's like, oh, the dietitian's calling me. It's like, no, this is an actual appointment. We have an hour together. Um, so yeah, those, those are the, the biggest downsides that I've experienced.
0: What about your ability to perform physical assessment?
1: That's true. That's true. Um, I think, uh, again, especially since I work with older patients, and that's, you know, uh, malnutrition and protein energy wasting is an issue in CKD in general, um, that is definitely a barrier. Um, So, and of course, being able to do that physical assessment is critical and, and if, especially if you only have a phone call with a patient and you can't even see them via video, that's especially hard. Um, so yes, that is a definitely another, another barrier. I think moving forward, it would be wonderful if I could continue to do tele-nutrition in some capacity, and, and maybe you know you could use it, especially for a follow-up, like it would be wonderful to be able to meet patients face-to-face so you can do that initially, and also help build the reports. It's sometimes difficult to have the same rapport building over, over virtual world. Um, And then maybe maybe see them every couple years or every year to do that that physical assessment depending on you know the patient but um i think for follow-up especially there's a huge room that we we could be using telenutrition
0: yeah so uh i was intrigued about a paper that you brought up by kelly et al published in 2018 regarding focus group sessions with people with CKD, aim to provide support for dietary change. And, you know, as you know, we have so many publications coming out monthly. What resonated with you enough to, you know, have a shout out for Kelly et All's mm-hmm. paper?
1: Yeah, I just liked that one because it really highlighted the benefits of group counseling um, in, in a CKD population. Um, and I think that, a lot of times honestly group counseling groups su- of support groups and those types of things are even more effective than one-on-one traditional counseling or healthcare um and i that that paper found that that patients after they participate in this group had had better outcomes or they they made these changes and i think that 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 sort of combining potentially combining telenutrition with a group setting has that would be amazing because it would be easy for people to join. Um it's e- everyone's used to just hanging out on Zoom calls all the time now. So I think there that could be a really interesting way to combine both of the pros that I've experienced with telenutrition and group classes. I think especially as you know, we're, we're working towards that uh, American Kidney Health Initiative to reduce the number of people who need dialysis or have end-stage renal disease. I think nutrition is such an important part in slowing the progression of CKD. And there's not a lot of dietitians working in the pre-dialysis space, and so we really need to be smart with dietitian time and group classes. and And telenutrition, I think, is a great way to sort of help help dietitians reach more people with limited time.
0: That's excellent. Uh, now, have you had the opportunity to do group sessions as well as your individual sessions? No,
1: I have not. We, we no not in any capacity that i would like to but i would love to get some sort of group group class going because it's just so fun to you know i like i said i think and sometimes even better having patients learn from each other it's a lot more powerful hearing you know your your peer say oh i tried this recipe or oh i'm doing this to stay away from salt that's just a lot more i don't know more fun and impactful than a dietitian telling you what to do exactly
0: (laughs) so um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's great to you know our our best teachers are our patients, and yeah, that nice. is you know definitely true. So I can imagine how powerful peer to peer education would be. Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of group versus individual sessions, uh, would you be able to comment on the support that you've received from? Uh, access and reimbursement structures, policy uh, that has been put into place by Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services, Uh, I'd like to understand the journey that you've been through with this. Yeah. So
1: I'm lucky that I work at a place where I don't deal with a lot of that (laughs) hands-on. So I've basically been told by the billing people uh, that, you know, I have to have the certain language in there. Um, I have to add this extra modifier to the code you know, the uh, CPT code that I put in. Um, but, but you know, it is crucial that Medicare continues to reimburse for these telehealth uh, services, because otherwise, that will be the end, I'm sure, for, for me and lots of other people being able to provide this if we're not getting reimbursed, of course. Um, and I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens in a, whenever post-COVID world happens, um, to see how reimbursement carries on. And I, I really hope that it does continue because I think it really is a huge benefit, especially for prevention, of not only in CKD, probably across all medical specialties, to be able to just be in contact with the medical care team so much more frequently and easily. Um, Yeah, yeah, we'll see.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, the good news is uh, the tide is changing and uh, early intervention with earlier CKD uh, with nutrition included, um, you know, is, is on the forefront now. Um, So that is good news. And so I hope that uh, this novel way that we get to interact with our patients, uh, again, with those early stage CKD will continue uh, because we know that um, we had a difficult time there for a while when they were only reimbursing individuals who have reached end stage kidney disease. Uh, Then they would be able to have a dietitian visit and be covered for that. And um, mm-hmm. I think that now we understand that, uh, no, they, they need to do this at early uh, pre-dialysis stages uh, so that we can prolong uh, time to end stage kidney yeah. disease. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that is something that, uh, you know, I thank you and other uh, dietitians who visit with our pre-dialysis patients. Um, because you have heavy lifting to do, right? <laughs> um, and so, is there anything <laughs> There's else? There's a lot
1: of people that need to. With
0: yeah. Exactly. Is there any other highlights from your letter to the editor that you would like to share? Um,
1: I don't know. I think I just think that it's such an exciting time in real nutrition. And I think maybe this telehealth can be a silver lining in a very terrible situation. Um, And hopefully this can help sort of change the landscape of working with patients with CKD um, and help us maybe realize that telenutrition does work and that maybe can help increase access to renal dietitians looking at partnering with dietitians you know of course that happen to be local but if you don't have a dietitian who's local hopefully nephrology clinics can partner with dietitians across the country Um, because there's a lot of dietitians that i know of that have either, that either are working in dialysis or have worked in dialysis and are sort of like, I, I need to be helping these patients earlier and sort of are taking matters into their own hands and having, uh, having starting practices to help patients stop um, end-stage renal disease from happening in the first place. And so, yeah, hopefully this can sort of instigate our changing how we help our patients.
0: Exactly. Well, great. I think that's a wrap today. Uh, Thank you again, Melanie, for joining us today. Uh, We really enjoyed hearing your perspective on the topic of telenutrition. Bye-bye.